amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 30 minute timeout. At Live with Boomer on Twitter or TCB Baby on this day in Sports History. I'm Ron at A R E O H E N 4. Football is back, baby. The Raiders. Raider Nation. Let's go, Yankees. Welcome to another edition of 30 Minute Timeout. It is Monday, September 10th. And on this day, In sports history, in 1989, five days after hitting a home run for the New York Yankees in a 12-2 win over the Seattle Mariners, Deion Sanders returns a punt, 68 yards for a touchdown. I'm Ron, at A-R-E-O-H-E-N-4, on Twitter and Instagram. As always, I'm joined by Triple Crown Boomer. Boomer, how you feeling? Awesome, man. Uh, loving seeing the Lions do what I thought they were. So it's uh, pretty fun to watch and uh, getting ready for my Raiders to maybe look just as bad, uh, only because I think the Rams are going to be really good. So I think it's going to be a difficult first game. The lingering Mac effect uh, could be a bad day for the Raiders. But all in all, NFL opening weekend was a pretty fun watch. Yeah, huge football-heavy show right now, NFL, college. It's going to be basically all football mostly fantasy football to end the show. We'll talk about the fantasy football league. Um, this game, though, Jets-Lions, 10:51 left in the fourth quarter, 48-17 Jets. Matt Stafford got hurt, went out, came back, threw an interception. I mean, it's he's been doing it all night. There was almost another one right there in the end zone. This is a lot of the Lions probably playing their worst football of the year and the Jets getting a lot. Of, uh, and uh, don't get me wrong, Boomer, I, I'll give the Jets credit. Sam Donald has looked good. Everybody was going crazy over that pass to Robbie Anderson in the end zone, but you know what? That wasn't a good pass. It was a great play by Robbie Anderson. They're very lucky that the safety didn't turn around in time because any good safety that turns around and plays the ball – Somebody told me the safety was actually coming over to cover, so I'll, I I don't know. I would have to see it again. But Yeah, he was coming from that angle. But... Well, he still had time to at least knock the ball down. He played the ball itself a little late. Um, Robbie Anderson made a great play, but that ball was well underthrown by Sam Donald. A lot of people were I wouldn't say it was underthrown. I would say it was thrown out to the right a little too much. It wasn't short. Like, Robbie Anderson didn't have if to stop stride. His arms out, he just had to come inside. If the, safety, if the safety puts his arms out, it's in his breadbasket. Well, I mean, but it wasn't short is what I'm saying. It was so – he was streaking down the sideline, and he threw it in towards the hashes more 
So, but it wasn't like short. Like Robbie Anderson didn't have to stop to catch the ball. He was still in stride. Oh, it yeah, just he had to around. come in a little bit. Yeah, fair enough. But I'm just saying, um, you know, as far as the Jets go, uh, I think this is. It's. I guess it's a good way to start the season. But I don't think, like you said, this is who you thought the Lions are. I don't think this is who the Jets are. Are they better than what I thought? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I had them third ranked from the bottom when we did our power rankings. I think they're definitely better than that. I'd probably take them out of the bottom five. Um, but I don't know how, how – I don't know how good they are. What, what, what is that? What is that? Why is that happening? Red alert, taking the Jets out of the bottom five already. Just, just throw – Yeah, I think I would take them out of the bottom five just because nobody knew what they were getting out of Sam Donald, and now he seems at least like a capable quarterback. So I would say they're not one of the bottom five teams in the NFL. And I'm also saying that without looking at – any other teams to figure out what the bottom five would be. So that's that. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. What do you got? Well, uh, I, I, I agree. I, I don't think you can take away too much from this game uh, either way, but, uh, but what I do want to talk about is how about Tampa Bay putting it on your number one team. Uh, that's that's actually what I really want to talk about. I really want to talk about how they look just like the team from two years ago with the poor defense and just having to have shootouts and just getting just worked all day by who we had ranked yeah. as the worst team in the NFL. Worst beat the first, 32 verse one. Ouch. You're right. You're 100% right. Um my my first ranked team lost my worst ranked team. Uh, I mean, you got to put it all on the defense. Letting Ryan Fitzpatrick put up 48 points on you is absolutely disrespectful and embarrassing. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Drew Brees did his thing. I mean, there was nothing more that the offense could do. Alvin Kamara went off. Michael Thomas had, uh, what, 16 catches, I think. Yeah, he had 16 receptions. Kamara had nine, 180 yards and 112 uh, Thomas and Kamara. Ginn came in with a touchdown, another 68 yards. Drew Brees was 37 for 45, 439 yards, three touchdowns and no interceptions. This is all on the defense. When the defense lets Ryan Fitzpatrick go for over 400 yards and four touchdowns, I mean – they're definitely not my number one team anymore. I'd have to say that because that <laughs> defense, if they, if because if that defense could give that up to Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I know it's week one, but then they could give it up to anyone. And I'd also like to say that Ryan Fitzpatrick, whenever he's with a team, will have one of these a season. So I'm not too surprised. I I would take the Saints out of my top, my, out of the top spot, but they wouldn't be moving far. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, I I personally I think I'm taking them out of the top ten, um, but I'm not gonna not like going drastic like out you know past fifteen or anything. But I definitely think they swung uh, out of the top ten. They did not. I mean, I get they can score. Uh, I get it's the first week, so fluke things happen. But they had 
through that game, I mean, there was no no chances of stopping anybody. Like, I don't know what was going on with that. Um, I guess we'll see again in week two if what they can figure out. Uh, but it was an embarrassment. It was about as embarrassing as the Bills starting Nathan Peterman. Like I said before, you even played how oh, stupid yeah. it was that they were doing that. Uh, so, well, what were some of your takes on that? I know we made fun of him last week saying, I don't know why he would start <laughs> Peterman, period. But they did it, and he came out and did what Nathan Peterman does. I mean, I still questioned it, no matter what. Like, it's just whether it was Nathan Peterman or not, why did you draft Josh Allen, if you if you didn't have a clear cut starting quarterback, then why did you draft Josh Allen if he wasn't going to be a week one starter? I mean that would be the whole point. The only reason why these guys would sit is if you have somebody for them to sit behind. But there's nobody for him to sit behind. Nathan Peterman was what a second round pick for them? Is that right? I think he was later than that. I'm not even positive. Well, whatever. Either way, he proved that he wasn't worth it last year. He sucks. Okay, he came in like you said. Showed who he was right away. Five for eighteen for twenty-four yards and two interceptions. Guess what happened when Josh Allen came in? And I'm not a Josh Allen fan, and neither are you. But six for fifteen for seventy-four yards. That's a lot better than what Nathan Peterman did, and that's the kid's first time playing in the NFL. I mean, I would just give him the ball from here on out. I don't know why they ever even thought about it. But I fully expected this blowout, forty-seven, not forty-seven to three, but I fully expected a blowout in this game. What do you think about how they're using uh, Lamar Jackson? Um, I, I honestly was watching the red zone the whole time. I didn't really tune into the game besides when they were showing that. me touchdowns. Uh, so I didn't see, I didn't even see it in there really. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I thought they would kick their butts. I did not think it would be that bad. Uh, I did think Peterman would suck. Like, like we said last week, I don't know why one would get rid of Tyrod Taylor. If this guy still, if this Peterman guy is that, Tyrod. um, I don't care what it is. His name's Tyrod to me. It's been Tyrod forever. All of a sudden, one year he's on Hard Knocks and he changes his name. I'm not changing with him. That's not how it's going to work. So, Tyrod, uh, I, I don't know what the co- whole problem was with those coaches in the first place to get rid of him. Get rid of him. Like, uh, and wanting to play the Peterman guy so bad. Uh, we did say last, uh, yeah. you know, said last, get stupid to put. Uh, Allen behind this guy if he's if he's even better. I think Allen has to start the rest of the year now, doesn't he? Coming in at half or whenever he came in and playing Absolutely. the rest of the game out. Um, I, I just don't you know think what? he can it's gain the same anything. Team that pulled the trigger last year. Yeah, it almost cost them the playoffs last year. And now look at them. They got rid of the quarterback, and they could be one of the worst teams in all of the NFL. I mean, I don't know yep. what's with this coaching staff, but – I get to made the playoffs last year, but this might be like a Raheem Morris thing where he got coach of, coach of the year uh, or rookie coach of the year, whatever. I think he got coach of the year for Tampa Bay, and then one year later he had a terrible yep. season and he was fired. I think McDermott and, and these guys could be fired after this season for making such poor judgment decisions with this whole Peterman yeah. thing for the past two years. I could definitely see that happen. Uh, I would also like to uh, add in right now we're in the first quarter. We're talking about the 1 o'clock games. So, um, we talked about Tampa Bay. We talked about um, – what was the first game we talked about? Well, oh, we, were we were talking about, about the Jet, Jet game. game. Right, we were talking about the Jet game, and we're talking about Tampa Bay. There was also another game that started at 1 o'clock. Miami versus Tennessee started at 1 o'clock, and that's about it. We'll get to that later. Next game we will get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it started at 1 o'clock. That's all I'm going to say. 
uh, next game we're going to talk about. So the Pittsburgh Steelers faced off against the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns, as we know, have not won a game in two years or have won one game in two years. Um, you know, the Steelers, everybody knows what's going on with them. This was Connor's time to shine. Kid came out over 100 yards, two touchdowns. But they didn't win the game. But they didn't lose the game. And the Cleveland Browns are off to their best start in four years at 0, 0, and 1. Boomer, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Dude, honestly, well, uh, even... not not even just this, but Jalen's Ramsey's so far QB comment section is very true. Uh, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger was awful. Yeah. Four interceptions, one lost fumble, another fumble that he got back. Like, I just – he looked awful. Their whole team looks just in disarray from this whole Le'Veon Bell thing. Uh, it's just a mess. I think this, Well, I mean, yeah, and I, and I don't even know why they're letting him about it because he had a great game. Uh, I don't think yeah. Le'Veon could have done anything different if he was in the game. Connor had a great game, uh, looked great. So I don't, I don't, I just don't get why they're letting this Le'Veon thing roll into their uh, season like this. But I, it's Steelers, and they for some reason love drama, and they always have drama going. So it seems that the drama is just going to stick around, and we'll see if they can bounce back from this. Because I don't know how you blow a twenty-one-seven lead. Uh, I, I guess I kind of get it because they figured they had won it, and they're the Steelers, and they get complacent about things. And uh, the Browns, you know, stuck it to them. Uh, but I will say this, yeah. Tyrod Taylor did you know, not look good. So he better hope he can no, bounce he back in a couple games or they're going to start putting pressure uh, to get Mayfield in there. Oh, and Matthew Stafford Absolutely. just threw another pick. Yes, he did. Matthew oh, that's Stafford Matt Castle, another my interception. Bad. It was Matt oh, Castle. They took, they took Stafford out? Yeah, I haven't been yeah. watching it since we started the show, really. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I think uh, the Steelers – the Steelers need to need to just relax and just lean on Connor because the kid had 134 yards, two touchdowns. Roethlisberger forcing the ball with three interceptions, over 300 yards, but what good does that do? And, yeah, like you said, the Steelers absolutely get complacent. Here, here's an example for you. How about playing uh, deep man coverage defense against Tim Tebow in the playoffs? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> no, I, I remember it. Trust me. I, and I I hated him forever. Uh, everybody in my family and friends always made fun of me because when he was doing good, they were making fun of me because uh, I just I just don't like Tim Tebow. And uh, when that me happened, either. it was like it was like a huge dagger because everybody you know everybody just rubs it in your face. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not a Tebow fan. It just proves that me they neither. just don't know what they're doing. It's I don't know. I don't, I don't get. I think Tomlin is a great coach. I think he needs to go to a different team. Uh, and I think that that team has just lost I its way. Oh, I, I think um, so. I, 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 I mean, for him. I just. I don't I just think it's terrible that he should be fired, but. Yeah, I, I like him in Pittsburgh. I think he could stay in Pittsburgh. I think they, they just need to change it around. I don't think he's going anywhere. But I bring up the Tim Tebow thing because uh, I hate when defenses with, like, more than a 
couple of minutes left in the game go into a prevent defense when they have like a two-touchdown lead. And that's exactly what they did in that game against Tim Tebow. And it always comes to bite them in the ass. And even Tim Tebow could throw a pass against a prevent defense where a wide receiver could make a play and score a touchdown. Moving on to the next game, and the only game, the only other game that I want to talk about uh, from the early 1 o'clock games. So this is what I have in my notes, Boomer. Jimmy G not good, Kirk Cousins good. That's what I wrote. I agree Kirk was good. Jimmy G, uh, from the time that I watched, he just – I thought this maybe would happen more last year. He doesn't have any weapons to throw to. I couldn't believe they didn't get any in the offseason or try and draft any. I don't know what was going on there. I, I said that, stated that when it happened. Yeah, when Greg, uh, he's got, when Greg he's got Kittle no, is leading the team in yards, George Kittle, not a good back thing. off. Good Iowa Hawkeye. George Kittle, sorry. I don't yeah. even know his name. Second-year Iowa Hawkeye, baby. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he was obviously all he had. Nobody else was doing anything. Um it's easy to defend a team when that guy, you know, has, you don't really have a running back. You don't have any receivers. So I'll, I'll give him a little bit of break. He, and he's playing one of the best defenses in the NFL. I think he'll, he'll still be all right. I'm not going to overrun that game. Um, but yeah, he, he didn't look as awesome as he did last year. Okay. I get that. You know, that's what everybody wanted to see, but. Well, I mean, he was five and all last year, right? And um, he was playing with the same team. He didn't have any different weapons, right? Yep. So, I mean, it's only one game, but this looked like a very, very different Jimmy Garoppolo than what we saw for five games last year. So, I mean, to say that you're kind of going to put the blame on that, he did, he didn't, they didn't give him any more weapons. Well, he went 5-0 and oh with this team last year, so that kind of showed them that they kind of could stick with what they got and see how it works for a full season. And it's well, only been one game so far, but we're going to over-exaggerate here. We're going to overreact. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, we're, and I'm going to say that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to show that he's not as good as what we saw last year. And I think he's going to be on – well, it was only five games, so I don't know if you could call it a down year, but I think he's going to have a down year, if that's what you want to call it. Um, well, last year, those last five games, uh, they had nothing – no teams cared when going in there. They had nothing – I mean, most teams were already – that were good were going to the playoffs, um, and nobody was going in there expecting really him to be any good. This year, they're a threat. It's the beginning of the year. If you go on a five-game win streak at the beginning of the year, it means and something. Tape on him now. You don't want to lose any games, so people are taking them more serious right now. So, I mean, there's there's variables that come into play there. Um, and no at any film, yeah, no tape. So, I mean, there's there's just different variables that came into play in that five-game winning streak that you got to change it up a little bit. Like, I mean, Tom Brady is awesome every year, but the Patriots still try and switch things up. I mean, not a, it seems they don't always do what's for the best, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And that was good timing. That's the end of the first quarter. <laughs> That was the 1 o'clock early games, second quarter. Move on to the afternoon. Uh, Boomer, not a game that I watched, but you pointed something out. Um, Seahawks-Broncos, why don't you take that one? Yeah, so Seahawks have the lead, I think, 
420 uh, late in the fourth quarter. And I think it was uh, – I can't even think which receiver it was right now. Either way, he's stepping out of bounds while catching the ball. First of all, they call him out of bounds at first. Then the referees get together and decide to call him inbounds because they can replay it. So then they go to replay, and during the replay, they decide they can't tell if he's out of bounds or not because there's not enough. There's not the camera angle. So now it's a touchdown, which gives the Broncos the the, the uh, lead and the victory. Um, and you could tell. I thought on the replay, you could obviously tell he was standing in the white. So I don't get why. Uh, how this wasn't overturned, but this year on these overturn on these these catches and stuff, I think they're it's crazy. I think like they're trying not to overturn stuff. There's been a couple catches this year already that I've seen where the ball is completely on the ground and they're calling them catches. Like it, one happened earlier yeah, in, like uh, in the Jets today's game. Yeah, I mean I, I don't get what's going on. So instead of you know these being somewhat of a a, a questionable thing about catching, now they're just like everything's a catch if it's called a catch. Like I don't get what's going on. But, yeah, so Seattle ends up losing that game because of that, uh, pushing the spread because it was plus three. Uh, but I just – I thought it was blatantly obvious that he was out of bounds. Uh, Demarius Thomas, that's who it was, wasn't it? Uh, but I, I don't know if you saw it, what you thought. If it looked like he was out to you, I don't know. It looked like it to me. I actually didn't see it, Boomer, and I kind of, like, didn't really know anything about it, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, if they couldn't tell – we all know the rule, uh, you know, it's got to be 100% before, if, in order for them to overturn it. Um, I don't like the Seahawks. I don't really like the Broncos. I'd rather see the Broncos win the game, so I'm not upset about it, I guess. And your boys are on. Yep, just kicked off. Opening and drive, baby. Indomitian Sue. Raider Nation. Still not mad at him. I, I want to see Indomitian Sue and Aaron Donald. That's uh, really interesting. Obviously, we're also looking at Oakland's offense. David Carr, first play, handoff to Marshawn Lynch up the middle for three. Um, next game we're going to talk about, Boomer, a game that finally ended after seven hours. Your team's on TV now. My team is probably still playing somewhere against the Titans. It started at 1 o'clock and ended a little bit after 8. The longest game ever in NFL history from start to finish. Did you uh, watch any of it? Do you know anything about it? Well, I actually had Tennessee picked in my pick them, but uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't watch too much besides that Marcus Mariota is terrible. Uh, and then all of a sudden they – Marcus Mariota is terrible, yes. Yeah, and then they went on a score free like crazy. Uh, but I didn't pay attention too much to it. I was busier – watching games of that were actually good. <laughs> but no, you you talk all you and want about your fans. On TV. Yeah, that too. And that weren't the longest game in NFL history. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, I mean the breaks were annoying. So I obviously I don't get the game locally here. So I stream the game to my phone using uh don't worry about it. And then I stream it. You could always just log into TV. my red zone channel. I have red zone. I mean, I have some of the ticket. Is what I mean. Sorry. Oh, 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 true, true. Well, I just, I, I do it in a way where I can't say how I do it. And, uh, and then I stream it from my phone to the TV, so it works. And uh, I, so it was kind of annoying 
watching an hour an hour of football and then it was off for two hours and then watching a little football and then it was off for another hour and you know so that part kind of sucked about it but what I did like is I did like watching Ryan Tannehill throw a 75 yard touchdown to Kenny Stills kind of what it looked like Carr almost just did right there <laughs> with a pass right up the middle to Cook up the seams um, but yeah it was a pretty great game um they wound up injuring Taylor Luan, offensive lineman for Tennessee. Mariota got hurt. Delaney Walker broke his ankle. He's out for the year. Some of them called him a couple of dirty plays. I think the hit on Mariota was clean. Um, it was a it was an RPO play, a run pass option, and as everybody knows, in an RPO, the quarterback's considered a runner. So if he gets hit, he gets hit as a runner. All those all those safe quarterback hit rules are, are out. Um, Boomer, I don't, you, you remember Albert Wilson? You know Albert Wilson? He was a receiver for the Chiefs, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Albert Wilson now plays for the Dolphins. And, and they're using Albert Wilson all over the field. They're using him in the backfield. They had him line up at Wildcat one play. They had to call timeout because I think the defense was set up that they were going to stop them, so they changed the play. But they have, they have him running out of the backfield. They have him catching him out of the backfield. They have him lining up at receiver. They have him all over the field playing every single position, and I love it because he's producing so much. Um, yesterday, uh, three for 31. But, I mean, he, for three targets for 31 yards, and for only three targets, it's 10, 10 yards a catch, that's pretty good. Tannehill was uh, 20 for 28, 230, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Again, I'm not that crazy over the stats because it was an off-again, on-again game. But the offense looks real quick to just – Rashad Jones, again, looks like one of the best safeties in the league. Uh, Jakeem Grant ran back a kick return after the break for a touchdown, and then they gave one right back up. That sucked. But, I mean, I'm really happy with what I saw on, with considering the circumstances. Yeah, I mean, uh, I had a 14 parlay on all first half bets, and I had the under of the first half of that game. So I literally had to wait four hours for it to pay out because it was the last one to come in. All the other ones hit, and I had to sit there and wait. And I was hoping they didn't cancel the game because that would have taken the or like suspend it uh, to like today or something because that would have taken it out of <laughs> the thing. And it was only like a minute left in the game in the first half. So I was I was. Paying attention on my app yeah. to see when they'd finally come back. But other than that, I didn't watch too much unless they showed a couple highlights. But it, it wasn't anything that I was uh, that interested in. If it would have played straight through, like if you could play it straight through right now, it was actually a really good game. Uh, yeah, the first suspension came with a minute left in the first half. And they came back after two hours, played the yeah. rest of the first half, and then had a six-minute halftime. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> that would be just because they had a huge break in between. What were they going to do, have a regular halftime? They had a six-minute halftime, and they went right back to playing in the third quarter. And then they got suspended again. But uh, what did you think of the Panthers-Dallas yep. game? Really, really low. Really boring game. Um, I mean, it's not what you would expect out of the Panthers, but it's exactly what I expected out of the out of the Cowboys. I don't like their offense at all. I've been saying it for a while. I Dak, Dak Prescott does not impress me. I don't think anything he does is really that amazing. Look what he's doing now. I mean, 
Not that he has no weapons, but look what he's doing now without, like, a Des Bryant on the team. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, for whatever reason, uh, you made this note, actually, Boomer. He had 18 carries. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Makes that's no just sense. unacceptable. I have, yeah. Actually, I'm looking at it now. He had 15 carries. Yeah, maybe it was the first time he ever had less than 18. I just was listening, and they maybe. were talking about it. and Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it wasn't good. Oh, 18 touches is what he had. He had three receptions. Yeah, three receptions. That's what I was going to say. Three receptions for 17 yards, 15 carries for 59 yards, and a touchdown. That's completely unacceptable. He's the best player on the team, let alone the best player definitely on the offense. Um, Trying to do too much with Dak Prescott. He's still only in his first few years in the NFL. I don't care what kind of success he had before. It was a completely different team. Uh, you can't put the ball in his hands. You can't do it. A hundred. He threw the ball 29 times and only got 170 yards. That's that's terrible. And touchdown Raiders. Yeah, he, uh, I didn't know that. It has. I, like I said, I'm always delayed. So you're you're spoiling oh, it for me. Um, how is this a touchdown? <laughs> I'm sorry. That. That's, that's our touchdown Raiders. That's the um, touchdown gong. Marshawn <laughs> yeah. Lynch does not stop. Oh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, it's a great start for the Raiders. I didn't think they would. Uh, I mean, it's early, so who knows? But I had a feeling the Rams Let's would take it to them. This game. But uh, Dallas. All, all anyone's going to care about is their defense. Yeah, it, Dallas for me. I just I I said it last week. It was a bad matchup for the opening weekend. The Panthers have the best defensive line and probably the best two linebackers in football. I knew that, and then they put their game plan without even giving Zeke the ball. So I think that's more coaching than anything. I don't know what they were doing. I think they were scared of the of the uh, Panthers, and you know if you play scared, you get ran off of what you're good at, and that's what ended up happening. So. Pretty much all I got about that crap. I mean, Jason Garrett's a puppet anyway. Um, we got to touch one game that that we didn't get to touch before you blow that horn. That Bears-Packers game, Boomer. I mean, what, That's next. what a Sunday game that football. was. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm wrong. Third quarter. Third quarter. I didn't have it separated. Third quarter, Sunday night football, Bears-Packers, Khalil Mack, what a game, speaking of the Raiders' defense. Aaron Rodgers is superhuman. Where do we start? Let's start with Khalil Mack, Boomer, because it was just ridiculous the performance this guy had. Um, Pick six, a a forced fumble. Yeah, clap it up for clap it up for Khalil Mack, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> a pick yep. six, a forced fumble, of a, a, a recumble, yeah, a recovered fumble. I mean, he was all over the place. Say that again. I, no, you were stumbling, fumbling, rumbling yourself. I said that a boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was just flying all over the field. I mean, gave Deshaun Kaiser a lot of problems when he came in. The little bit that he came in, uh, I mean. I, I like their defense a lot. Mitchell Trubisky, for the first time ever, looked like a formidable quarterback. 23 of 35, only for 171 yards, but he did protect the ball. Um, 
no interceptions. He looked a lot better than he did last year. I, I think this is the best he's ever looked to me. Uh, he also ran seven times for 32 yards. The 171 will pick itself up as the offense picks itself up. I don't like the weapons he has around him on offense, but if he protects the ball, he could at least put up to Rod Taylor numbers. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so first I'll go to the Mac thing. Um, he is everything that he was. He's the only player since 1983 when they started recording all the stuff to have a sack, a sack fumble, an interception, and an interception for a touchdown. And there's only one other person that's ever done it, and it's himself. It's on a different team. Uh, so I, it's just like like I, like I said from the beginning, uh, I thought it was stupid to get rid of him. Um, you don't get rid of a guy that great in his prime, even though it would have sucked you know, giving up our cat for him, he was worth it. I just, I just, uh, I don't know what Gruden is doing. Maybe, maybe he's right and we're all wrong and we're overreacting. If he can t- do anything with the Raiders this year and into the future, I mean, then I guess he was right and I'll give it to him. But right now, it just doesn't look like the smart decision. Um, I, I don't think that Trubisky is still any good. Uh, they were talking about it today when he played. He played good in the first half. Uh, and Maggie was talking about uh, that that was all the scripted plays. And then kind of once they went off script, that's when you started seeing him not be so good anymore, uh, which is a lot of the reason what they were talking about. Uh, Alex Smith as well. He was always great in Kansas City, even though he played awesome in Washington. So I can't really bet. I'm not trying to bag on Alex Smith at all. I'm just trying to just talk about scripted plays. And that's how you can get some quarterbacks to look good for at least a little bit uh, because you kind of already have everything planned out. Once they ran out of that into the second half, he kind of was in trouble. Aaron Rodgers caught fire uh, off one knee, which it looks like it's a serious injury. I think he's going to probably try and play through it. Uh, It may be an ACL or or MCL that he has to have repaired at the end of the year. He could probably wear a brace, I'm guessing, the rest of the year and hope it just gets better over time. Uh, But, yeah, it was was a crazy comeback, and they they finally did the smart thing, as as in the Packers, by – getting the ball quickly out of Rodgers' hands. That should always be their game plan. Like, he was hitting everybody within, like, one, two seconds constantly, almost what Brady does, just methodic drives down the field, not going for those big home runs. And maybe once every, like, you know, ten attempts, they go for a big one. Um, and, it, and it worked out for him, and nobody could get pressure on him anymore because he got the ball out of his hand so quick, which is the most frustrating thing uh, for a defensive lineman trying to sack a quarterback, and that's why they say it's so – difficult uh, sacking Tom Brady because you get no time to do it. He's getting the ball out of his hands most of the time and looked like the Packers finally realized that and went went with that last night, and that's what carried him to victory. You're starting a team. Who's your quarterback, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? At what age? Prime. Prime? I'm taking Tom Brady all day. I don't care how talented Rodgers is. He's only oh, has Good one enough. Super Bowl win, so that means that means everything to me. Like, what does that's, that mean? Uh, that means nothing in football. Yeah, it means everything. It's so it's, what everybody's saying is the uh, least in football. An individual no. championship in football means the it, it, it. Yeah, let me rephrase that. An individual's number of championships 
means the least in football than it does in any other team sport. No, you're wrong. An individual means less. Obviously not. The team means more in football than it does in any other sport, and the individual means less. Okay. There has been tons of great quarterbacks that just are extremely talented that couldn't win Super Bowl. Yeah, but they're still doing it with 21 other guys that are – that has to be good enough. I mean, they're okay. not carrying them. Like, LeBron James can win a championship by himself. No, he can't. I mean? He can't do that no, in football. He well, he can't now because there's seven LeBron Jameses on one team. He, no. <laughs> he, he. All right, he can't. He can't. Fine. LeBron James can't. Other people No, can. he, he cannot. But uh, also, <laughs> Tom Brady, it's football at the quarterback position, it matters more than anything. Okay, you you can sit here and uh, – Tom Brady's never had anybody great on his team be, at, on the offensive side of the what? ball besides Randy Moss. Besides what? Randy Moss and Gronk. And Gronk, that's it. There's no other Hall of Famer on offense. Oh, please. That was like a year. What? <laughs> so, they went to the Super Bowl. He hasn't ever had – Hall of Famers lined up on his team besides Randy Moss towards the end of his towards the end of his prime and Stop it. I just named has, a bunch of people. Corey Dillon's not a Hall of Famer. Mike Vrabel. <laughs> I didn't well now you're talking I'm not talking about defense right now. We're talking Junior about offense. Oh, way out of his prime. <laughs> I mean, I'm Let's talking not about get the carried team. away. Um, but that's still defense. But the point is but the, but my point is is that he still he needs juniors, the, the other guys on defense to win the championship. Team. What? No, they never even won a Super Bowl with Junior Seau on their team, so that that defeats the purpose. Whatever, still great team. When Tom Brady's, I mean, he is. It doesn't matter. You guys can say all you want about Aaron Rodgers. He's only won one Super Bowl. He's only been to one Super Bowl for crying out loud. I mean, it's. And look at the talent he's had around him. What great talent has he had? What great running back has he had? He's had nothing. What Hall of Fame talent has he had? He's never had Randy Moss or Rob Gronkowski. He had Randall Cobb what do you mean? He's... and Jordy Nelson. Oh, he's had plenty of good receivers. Better receivers than the Patriots have had Randy Moss. No way. Oh, yeah. No way. And no I... way. I don't and agree. I can that. argue that the, that the Patriots' defense has been better every single year than Green Bay's defense. No, not last year. N- all right, not not literally every year, but majority. <laughs> Bel- Belichick's defenses have, have have been at the top of the league. Come on, it's not just Tom Brady. You put Aaron Rodgers on the Patriots, and Aaron Rodgers has the same amount of rings at, at least. I disagree with that completely. Aaron Rodgers Aaron never Rogers would have beat, bought Aaron in. Rogers Aaron Rodgers never would have bought that? into being a team guy. He never would have bought into being what Brady was. Yeah, Brady took pay cuts. He learned from Brett Favre. What? No, he didn't learn anything from Brett Favre. He hated Brett Favre. Brett Favre Brett Favre has been to more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers. One more. It, that's enough. He also <laughs> lost one more Super Bowl than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> he made it. If Aaron Rodgers ever what makes happened? it to two, maybe he'll lose it. What do you think about what John Gruden said about Khalil Mack? How about that? Uh, about how about he that? said that 
he did yeah that he obviously didn't want to play there. I mean, I think at this point Gruden's going to say whatever he wants uh, and hope that he I think he's, ends up being right. I, think if, I mean, if they win, if they win, it doesn't matter yeah. what he says. You know what I mean? Like because he's obviously knows what he's talking about. But if they, he just needs to hope it doesn't backfire and they lose. Because if they lose, I mean, this is all going to just keep piling up against him, and it's going to add uh, added pressure against him for the the whole year. Like. So you can say whatever you want. The season started at some point. People are going to start coming at him for it. So who knows? Uh, I yeah, but I don't think he's really going to care either way. Probably not. But uh, you know that's. I, I mean, so I don't even. He's getting asked. I think he does care how much people keep asking about it. I think he's starting to get annoyed, and yeah. you can kind of tell with how he's talking back to everybody. So. I think he cares a little bit, but I mean, it's, it's, I did, I don't think he ever wanted to pay him. He got rid of two of their most prominent players besides Derek Carr. He got rid of, I mean, not that anybody cares, but pro punter, but he hated his personality. He got rid of him instantly. He didn't even meet with him. He didn't like him. He said, you got two 15 yard penalties. And we got, no, uh, Marquette King. He was all pro. No, I know Marquette King. I'm saying Ed Crabtree. Yeah, Crabtree, he had a ton of drop balls, so that doesn't even bother me. Uh, but Mac, I mean, you, I, like I, I think he, I almost, I don't like, I, I didn't like Crabtree. I mean, he was good up till last year. Last year, he had a lot of drop balls. Uh, a lot of big balls, like for first downs and stuff, that cost some big points. But, uh, so, I mean, none of it, I, he's making pretty much boss moves, and he's got to hope that it works out for him, or he's going to be, you know, the chickens are going to come home to roost, as they say, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> I think it means exactly what you think it means. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, who, who knows? Did they just put a highlight that said NFL MVP runner-up? Since when has that ever been a line? Like, who puts that up? Fucking ESPN. What a shit I, company. I don't know. I missed it. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was stupid. I hate ESPN, as we all know. Um, but yeah, so any any other thoughts on that whole Sunday night football experience? What do you think no, of that? I thought it was a good. Uh, what do you think of that green, yeah. the green zone? Eh, it doesn't bother me. I don't like it. I don't hate it. It's just there. I don't know. I don't really find any use for it. I mean, the yellow line is basically doing the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. I think they're trying to just be innovative. I don't think it's the right place to be innovative. I think the yellow line is obvious where you can get to. Um, I actually, more than anything, kept seeing it and being like, what the fuck? So, I, I don't know. I think you could figure out something else. I wish – I know a lot of people hate it, uh, but I wish they'd bring back that spider cam more where they're behind the quarterback. I love that angle. Being able to see like the whole yeah, play so broken I. down, uh, I, I get like it's tougher on like uh, angle. Yeah, yeah, I get it's tougher on when you're on short downage plays like that when you're just trying to get the line of scrimmage because you can't tell really from that angle. But I like seeing it from back there from breakdown just to be able to see how the quarterback breaks down a play because you can see everywhere he's looking. You can see people coming open or not open. Like I don't know. I really like it personally. I think that's something they need to work more to the broadcast. Um, but other than that, we can uh, 
move along into the fourth quarter. Yes, we can. Fourth quarter. We call this the Boomer Specialty. We're going to start the fourth <laughs> quarter with some college football. We'll get into some fantasy football shortly after that. Boomer, I got to say, I didn't watch a lot, so I'm not going to say that I did. I was tuning in a little bit. But week two, again, a lot of blowouts. Yes, lots and lots of blowouts. I didn't see very many games this week uh, because I was at the game. But the Iowa State game, if you had to catch it on Fox, I nationwide, I feel sorry for you. It was <laughs> a terrible game. It was pathetic. I hate every minute of Kirk Ferentz's bold, slow-playing offense for the Hawkeyes. I don't know what Iowa State was doing, feeding into the Hawkeyes' defense by not passing it, spreading out like they normally do. Uh, I know that they had a game their first game postponed or canceled, so they didn't get to really play. But that was a shit show. Halfway through the second, one of my buddies, who's an idiot, uh, decided he wanted to be super drunk. And then we told him, I bet you five times before, while we were in the stands, that you can't go outside to smoke and come back in. They won't let you back in. He, he told me he's going to go get some chicken strips and fries cause we, and uh, another lemonade because we snuck in some vodka so we can put it in our drink and keep drinking because Iowa does not let you drink in their stadium. I finally get a text message from him telling me that he walked out to smoke and they won't let him back in. So, of course, he didn't listen to anybody. Uh, so, so I chugged the lemonade and then walked out of the stadium to go find him because he, didn't, he didn't, doesn't have a clue where he's at. And uh, that took me 10, 15 minutes to find him. He kept telling he was in different spots than what he was. I was walking all over. I watched a guy uh, die on the ground and get resuscitated, so that was kind of cool. That did happen. (laughs) Yeah, he must have been too drunk or something, but that was pretty cool. Saw that while trying to find my friend. Finally find my friend. We get an Uber to the bars to finish watching the game and keep drinking. Yeah. (laughs) So we go to the bars and get, you know, shit-faced. As soon as we get there, he orders like three shots of rumple mints and we're drinking beers and he were, uh, he's a disaster. And next thing you know, he tells me way later, he tells me he's going on a smoke break. 45 minutes later, I was talking to this girl next to me that I met and was talking to her. And 45 minutes later, she's like, what happened to your friend? I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. What did happen to him? And so I go out to the outside to try to find, cause these bars are packed. I'm talking, the whole downtown Iowa City bars, it's like a 15-minute, you know, line wait just to get in any of the bars. It's just crazy packed for Iowa versus Iowa State. So I'm going to find him, try and find him, never find him. All my other friends are out of the game. They don't know that we left. They're back at the tailgate drinking, asking where we're at. And so I finally tell them I don't know where he's at, so I just text him. I'm like, dude, I'm going back to the tailgate, which is like a two-mile walk. And so I start walking back because you can't get Uber now because the game's out and there's people everywhere. And so I walk back to the tailgate. We never find him again. He, we never get a hold of him again until he shows up my house on – so we're in Iowa City. I live in Des Moines, two hours away. Nobody talks to the guy. He lo- he lost his phone in the process. Uh, next day I left early to get home to watch pro football he comes all of a sudden shows up at my house halfway through a football yesterday. No phone. Lost his uh, 
Picard. Uh, he has to go to Kansas City for this company he's part ownership with for new leasing place for a place they're going to open. He has no money to do so. He's got no phone to talk to the other owners. Like, just a total disaster. That's what my friend is right now. A total disaster. That happened. Other than that, it was a good weekend. Uh, got nice and drunk. Um, so I didn't catch too many football games because all that stupid shit was happening you would think at 33 years old this wouldn't happen anymore but that's the life of people in iowa nice very very nice but (laughs) i do have a question for you yeah so i know you didn't i know you didn't watch a lot of games but i know you're still up on it right and like i know the rankings came out and isn't it kind of like ridiculous and this is like part of the reason why i don't like college or like watching college football because it's just so stupid. I mean, you have Alabama ranked number one, but who the hell have they played so far? They've played nobody. They've had two blowouts. They probably have the, you know, probably the highest amount of points scored, but still they haven't played anybody. Who's number two? I think Georgia's number two. Is that right? Uh, no, it goes, well, my polls or the AP Top 25 poll? Because I have an article out AP, every week AP. that I update that is the Boomers Top 25. But AP has uh, Clemson number two, and then Georgia number three, and then Ohio State number four, I believe. Oklahoma and five. Clemson actually had a, Clemson actually had a competitive game. Um, didn't yep. Georgia have a blowout? Yeah, blow, Georgia had a blowout. Yeah. Ohio State had another huge blowout. I mean, they're playing yeah. shit teams. I can't yep. respect rankings like this, Boomer. I can't respect it. This is why I hate the NCAA. One of the reasons why I hate the NCAA, they're also thieves, gangsters, and crooks. Um, <laughs> and also because it's just ridiculous. How do you even, like, judge the competition? It's so stupid. So, for me, uh, how none of these polls matter at all they have no bearing on the final polls that's why the actual real polls don't come out until like the last week in october um so this oh, really? is just the eight so yeah yeah. yeah so that's why we're here to educate you my friend so the real <laughs> actual polls uh will come out in october that's the playoff football committee uh they create their own polls and the ap poll has reflects nothing on what they do they do whatever they want um so the, the real polls will come out then. That's after a bunch of people have played each other so they can weigh options of how, how they played, where they played, who they played. Uh, that's how they break all that down. Um, so what you're mad about is is correct, but it will be fixed shortly. In the end of October, Good. you'll be happy with the new rankings. Good. I like to hear that. As long as Alabama's not number one, I'll be happy. Well, they'll probably be number one, so you might as well just get over that right now. All right, Boomer, you got anything else on college? Because we got to talk about something. Pressing matters. Uh, I do want to talk about one thing more about college, and that is Herm Edwards. People thought he was going to be a dumpster fire at Arizona State. He mainly got the job because I guess one of his good friends is the AD there now. Uh, But Arizona State has come out and won two games. They were dogs in both, one outright in both. Looked really good. Uh, So it looks like Herm so far has – Arizona State on the right path, looking really good. But that's they could be a big surprise team in the uh, Pac-12 South. Yeah, but now, now you can get to your pressing matters of things that nobody cares about. I think you're going to care about it because both of us got 
stomped in fantasy oh, football. Oh, I thought this you were week. gonna talk about. I thought you were gonna talk about baseball. <laughs> no, I I think it's more personal matters time, and personal oh, matters that need to be tended yet. to. I got three people oh, going yes, right now. Oh, yes, you are, sir. No, three people You're going right now. You're down 135 to 72. Are you sick? Well, that's because the game just started. You're the first quarter. Stopped. What do you mean? It's the end of the first quarter. You're, de- Dude, you're down by 60. You think you're going to get 60 points between Derek Carr, Cooper, and, and Cooks? Yeah. You're going to get 60 points? Yeah, Staying optimistic. Not, okay. Well, I mean, I don't look as bad as you. I mean, you're awful. So let's just let's just. All right. Get okay. That. Well, let's well let's get into that then. Fine. You want to get into it? Let's get into it because <laughs> as awful as I was, why don't you realize that Leonard Fournette got hurt and already had seven points before he got hurt? So if Leonard Fournette doesn't get hurt, and if the <laughs> Chargers don't, actually, it is what happened. That is what happened. But I'm saying my team isn't as bad as what the numbers show because if Leonard Fournette was healthy. And if the Chargers don't absolutely shit the bed against Kansas City's offense, um, I, I I might still lose, but it would be a lot more respectable than 81-114. I'd probably be around like 108. You're almost going to be the low score of the whole entire league. Yeah, except you are right now, aren't you? No. no Gage's groovy team is going yeah. to get last. I'm going to surpass you yeah, by Gage, a lot. Gage, you stink. <laughs> All right, Gage. Fifty-three points. That's absolutely disrespectful and embarrassing. Yeah, Gage's yeah. team. He started. Stafford is started garbage. Matt Stafford over Tarad. I would have did that too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Ted get on the I, I don't ever I take Stafford. He's, Big he's so shitty as a fantasy quarterback. Um, Agreed. LeSean, his running backs did nothing. I don't know why you would. Oh yeah, he had to because he has Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he's just in a world of trouble. His team is he, yeah. he could be the oh, worst yeah, team in the league dead. by the time this is over. Yep, good job, Gage. Um, <laughs> who was upset? Who was the one? <laughs> who was the one that was upset with me for for talking? Goliath. Who was he's, it? He who has was a chance to have the. He's he's getting beat right now, Goliath. but he has a ton of points scored, 139. Goliath losing by one point to the high scoring team of the league right now. Yep. Ligma and he, has and, Lynch going. Oh, and Ligma, Ligma, barring negative points, Ligma should win. He has Marshawn Lynch and Robert Woods. So Ligma should yep. wind up actually scoring another, probably another 10 points at least and uh, beating Goliath by 11. But Goliath putting up a respectable 139. I'll be quiet for now, even though you just lost your tight end for the year. Delaney, <laughs> Delaney end, Walker. Yeah. Delaney yeah. Walker, how do you like that? What do you need? Do you need a tight end? I get... No, I don't have one. Nope. Actually, I... Uh, yeah, I got, I got a tight end for you. You, you yeah. would have two tight ends. <laughs> I do have two tight ends. I have Travis Kelsey <laughs> and Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> I do have two tight ends. So, yeah, it looks so like the shoot talker team, next team week. Ligma. Team Ligma next week is going to be able to yeah. come on. And talk yeah, shit ho- all he hopefully, wants. Um, have we spoke to Team Ligma yet? I don't think we spoke to Team Ligma yet. Maybe we got to send them a message. And they got to yeah, call in next week. Or... That's AJ. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, that's AJ. Yep. Oh god. So <laughs> a a guy from PSC so that will be, be the highest. He will definitely probably be calling in. So the rest of the league, you better watch out because he's oh. going to be taking you down. I wish it was someone else. I wasn't ready for this amount of shit talk in week <laughs> one, but all right, fine. Uh, <laughs> all right, AJ, I see what you got, son. I'm ready for it. So, um, I, I, to your how baseball. How are we looking for next week? Ah, well, let's stay off baseball for now. How are we looking for next week? Let's look ahead to the NFL. I'm in a football kind of mood, but we've got to stick to it. Well, you want to look? Well, you want to know who your match? We play each other next week in fantasy football. Do we? That's interesting. Maybe we could bet another shirt. Maybe if we have enough bets for shirts, we could actually get some. <laughs> <laughs> this this could be true. Yeah, the whole your whole house is just gonna be lined up with shirts. I mean, it's gonna have to be. We don't have a choice. <laughs> um, next week we play each other. That that'll be yep. interesting. But I was talking about the NFL. What are you looking forward to next week? In the NFL, I uh, I really haven't even uh, looked ahead yet, which is crazy. I know, but I uh, as a gambling person, I don't usually look ahead till Wednesday when the real lines come out. But as I figure, who do you like first? I'll look at some games quick and then I'll ho hum on well, in. Two words, two words. Dolphin fans look forward to every year: Jet Week. Came a little early this year, week two, Dolphins Jets in MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Early in the year, which is good for Miami. They don't have to play in the cold, cold weather. I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking forward to, let's see, what else we got here? Vikings Packers. I'd like to see that. Kirk Cousins against maybe Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, if he's healthy, he plays. Um, I'm looking forward to Giants-Cowboys, of course. That should be a good game. As usual, Patriots-Jaguars rematch of the AFC Championship. That should be a good game. Um, And that's really it on my list of games. Well, Oakland plays Denver, so that's huge. Uh, Denver came off a win they shouldn't have gotten. In NFL, anytime that happens, you go against them. Uh, Depending on what happens here, actually, with the Raiders. If the Raiders would end pulling this out, you would almost want to go with Denver because that this would be a huge win for the Raiders. Uh, even though I don't think Denver's going to be any good. They won the first game of the year last year, too, and then I think went on to win, like, what, four more? Um, they they just – they don't – there are two running backs. Rookie running backs look good, but uh, Case Keenum did not look good. Uh, their defense did not look anything spectacular. Uh, so, I mean, Miller looked good, but, uh, you know, you can always double team for that. So we'll we'll see what happens. Raiders have a good offensive line. That could be that could be a win for the Raiders. Uh, and then you got your number team Saints going up against another bottom feeder in the Cleveland Browns. You better hope they don't uh, light them up because that would be not good for New Orleans. That would be crazy. Isn't it like five or six years in a row now that New Orleans has lost the season opener? I don't know, maybe, but they're always contending for the playoffs. So I, does it really matter? Oh, not always. <laughs> yeah, They've not had always, pretty they bad some... years in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, they definitely have, but they have some team. Um, where are we on time right now? We have 40 seconds. All right, 40 seconds. 
I mean, we might be able to go into a little OT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we need to. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at A R E O H E N four, and uh, you could follow Boomer at I'm with Boomer or T C B baby, as it says in the intro. Best believe it. Wednesday nights, boom. Yeah. Talk about it. Hello? Wednesday nights. What's Wednesday nights? Oh, cool, wager I'm vision. To help you out here. <laughs> I, I, I actually couldn't hear you. You cut out, and all I heard was boom. Oh. I was like, that's all I heard. So yeah, every Wednesday, <laughs> wager vision, all gambling podcast, getting some good numbers. Keep coming on in. Uh, I am not doing so hot, so you can fade me if you want. Uh, I'm not picking uh, too well. I got the. I actually picked the Rams to have a decent pick five uh, to beat the Raiders by four, which is not looking good. Raiders are actually putting some solid drives together. They're going back to the good uh, ground and pound, and uh, Gruden might actually know what he's doing. We'll find out. But yeah, wager vision <laughs> Wednesday nights, ten o'clock. Booyah. And with that, we will cash in and see you next week. Same time, maybe. I don't know. We've been going back and forth between 10 and 11 o'clock. Keep an eye out on the Twitter then to find that out. That's correct. And I'm so glad we didn't talk about Serena Williams because I don't give two shits about that, and nobody should care (laughs) about tennis at all. So I'm glad we didn't talk. I was going to text you and be like, I'm not talking about that stupid ass situation. So I'm glad we didn't talk about that and there you go. left it to good sports. <laughs> All right. Well, see you next week. Fins up. Let's go Yankees. Peace. Later. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.